study of God's word, and we're talking about victory in negative thinking. Negative thinking will wipe us out. It will destroy us. It will defeat us. And the cause of negative thinking is that we in our minds have believed the lie of the devil. <clears throat> we accepted the devil's lie. We refused to believe the truth. For example, we should say with Paul, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When we say, I can't, I can't, I can't, we're believing the lie of the devil who tells us that we can't. Jesus characterized Satan as a thief who comes to rob us of an abundant life and defeat us through our circumstances. The Bible says the thief has come to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it abundantly. The enemy has most of us deceived in believing that we can't have a victorious life. You see, our mind is the battleground where this thing's going on all the time. We, we are the result of the victories or defeats in our mind. The mind is where it takes place. And that's where we make those decisions. And if the devil gets a foothold there and he gets a stronghold and he has control in our minds and constantly we allow him to put negative things in our minds. I remember early in my ministry, the young pastor, <clears throat> I was just learning all about what God was doing. And I remember I would prepare hard on a sermon. I would have it ready on Saturday. I'd be going over it. And as I would be going over it, these thoughts would pop in my mind. This is a terrible sermon. Nobody's going to listen to this. Nobody's going to be helped by this. This is worthless. You need to throw this away and throw it over. And, you know, for sometimes I would get so discouraged that it would affect the sermon the next day negatively. And finally, I just began to pray and say, Lord, what is the problem? Why do, why do I have these thoughts? Why does these things overcome me? And the Lord <clears throat> didn't speak to me, but in my mind, I realized that this was Satan dealing with me. He was putting these negative thoughts in my mind. And next time it happened, <clears throat> I just said, in the name of Jesus, Satan, you get out of here and you leave me alone. And you're not going to destroy this message that God's given me because he wants me to give it to people who need your help and who need God's help, not your help. And, and that's what I would do, and I would pray that, and I would just step out in faith, not worry about how I thought, what I felt, and believe God. And in a matter of weeks, I didn't have that problem anymore. That helps us to understand who God is and that what Satan is trying to do. What is the, the cure for negative thinking? I believe from my study of Scripture that there are four steps that we need to take to get the victory in this area. If you and I are going to think the thoughts of Christ, if we're going to let him take control of our minds, emotions, and will through our inner spirit filled with his Holy Spirit, then I think there's four things we need to do. <clears throat> Let's discuss those for just a minute. The first one is... We must repent of our negative thinking. We have to come to grips with it. We have to face up to it, and we have to ask God to forgive us, and we have to turn from it. And repentance means to change your mind, and it means to go in a different direction. It's used in Scripture to indicate the change of mind. You see, I changed my mind about this, and I realized this is sin. This is wrong to let this negative thinking control my life. And so I asked God to forgive me, and I changed my mind about it. Believe what God says about it. Trust him about it. And <clears throat> here's what I think our new way of thinking needs to be. We need to accept the fact that attitudes are more important than circumstances. You see, when we think negatively, we allow circumstances to determine everything. And we think failure and we think defeat. And that's what happens. But if we recognize our attitude is more important than the circumstances, in other words, the circumstances can't defeat me. But think what I think about the circumstances can and will defeat me 
if I don't trust Christ. So we would ask the Lord to forgive us for thinking incorrectly. And, and so we would begin to trust him in our circumstances. Secondly, we need to receive the fullness of the Spirit. The Bible says that being filled with the Spirit, we have abilities that we normally wouldn't have, and we have wisdom and strength and power that we normally wouldn't have. That way he's in charge and he's directing and he's guiding us in what we do. He's showing us the way that he wants us to go. So first, we repent of our negative thinking, then we receive by faith. You're not looking for some kind of cataclysmic experience. Here you just confess all your sins and ask Jesus who lives in you to take full control, his spirit to fill you, and thank him that he has, believe that you're filled, and step out to live that way. Then the third thing we must do, we must rejoice in our position in Christ. Now, before you can rejoice in your position in Christ, you have got to know what your position is. It involves much. I'm constantly learning what my position in Christ entails and involves. It's amazing. Let me mention just a few things. First of all, the Bible says that we are believers and that we as believers, 1 Corinthians 2.16, have the mind of Christ because Christ lives in you. You have his mind. You have the ability to think like Christ and to see things like Christ. God tells us that it's not possible for us to do it on our own because of his spirit. But when we, when we don't think we can and don't think we can overcome, it's not a matter of, of just believing we can do something. That's not it. It's a matter of believing that Christ is in control and we know he can do it. And if we rejoice in our position in him, we confess what we are in in Christ, our standing, our position. Old things have passed away, the Bible says. All things have become new. We've died not only as Christ died for us, we've died with him. We're alive in him. We have his new nature living in us. And because we have that, we're a new person. And when God sees us, he sees Jesus. You see, you don't have to try to get victory. You're already in the place of victory. Boldly confess that you no longer need to contend with Satan for a place of victory, but you will overcome from that victory. I'm in Christ, so I'm in the position of victory. And claim your authority over Satan and claim your victory over circumstances. Then we need to confess what we possess in Christ. You see, he keeps us, the devil keeps us in bondage because we don't know our rights. We don't know our privileges. We don't know what God says is ours. We're rich in every possible way. He's given us all these amazing promises that will enable us to have the victory. So we confess what we can do in Christ. We confess our ability in Christ. We, we confess all the things that he's able to do. And then fourth, we need to reprogram our minds. If we repent of our negative thoughts, receive God's fullness of his spirit, and rejoice in our position, that's good. But it's going to take some reprogramming of our minds because for years we've listened to the devil and we thought like he wanted us to think. The first thing we've got to do is to recognize his strongholds that he can have in our thinking. 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 3 through 6 says, We are to bring every thought into captivity to Christ. As we do that, we're, doing, we're simply saying, I'm not responsible for a lot of the thoughts that pop into my mind. And I used to wonder where those thoughts came from. I thought I wasn't even thinking about that. And boom, there it was. Well, I began to realize it was from the evil one, and he was putting it there to confuse me and misdirect me. And then we've got to daily renew our minds. He says, 
that we don't be conformed to this world, don't be let the world squeeze you in this mold, but daily be renewed in your minds by the transforming power of Christ. And as we're reprogramming our minds to do that, we become a new person who makes us into the kind of person that he wants us to be. I challenge you to begin to think God's way and have the mind of Christ by depending on Jesus. God bless you. Have a great day.